This is Creating Consciousness, a podcast reflecting back to you the energies of your subconscious through tarot, channeling, and spiritual guidance. I'm Rebecca Weirman, intuitive, spiritual coach, and energy worker. You found this podcast because it's the next step in your healing journey. Together, we will explore the depths of your subconscious to awaken and welcome this consciousness. Hey there, conscious creators. Welcome to Creating Consciousness, a spiritual podcast. How the hell are you? I missed you. To our new listeners, welcome to the family. I am so freaking happy to be back for season two of Creating Consciousness. I really missed podcasting. Don't get me wrong though, the break was nice, but... I experience some major throat chakra healing when I show up, channel, and record. So I want to thank you for being here, listening, and being a part of my personal healing and spiritual journey. I am so incredibly grateful for you. Without you, this podcast wouldn't even be possible. When I ended season one, I shared with you that season two was going to be different that spirit was no longer guiding me in the direction of short and sweet daily or three times a week episodes. Working on season two in Aquarius, Pisces, Aries, and Taurus season was just what I needed to alchemize and co-create with spirit. And the information for what this season needed to be came through so strongly and oh my goddess, we are about to embark on a major transformative journey together. I will be releasing episodes once a week, maybe more if I feel like it, and these episodes will either be solo episodes with myself, meditations, and guest episodes with some of my favorite spiritual and wellness teachers and practitioners. These episodes are going to be full of helpful information, and I've even found myself re-listening to some with a pen and paper in hand because the channelings that come through from myself and from individuals who guest on the podcast are just fascinating. One thing that Spirit did share with me, though, was that you all really do love the content in the short and sweet episodes. So, at the end of every episode... I will be sharing a quick download as well as an intuitive task and affirmation to help guide you through the week. And if you ever have any questions for me about something you heard on the podcast or would like to share with me something you'd be interested learning more about on the podcast, send me a message on Instagram at thisconsciousness and let's chat. And of course, The absolute greatest thing you can do to show your support for creating consciousness is to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast wherever you are listening. Your subscriptions, rating, and reviews mean so much to me as I'm pumping out all this content for free, but more importantly, your subscriptions, rating, and reviews help more people find this podcast who are on their healing and spiritual journey. If you've already been kind enough to do this, then please share this podcast on your social media or share it with a friend if you feel the information would resonate. This is how we grow this conscious community, and connecting with each of you is seriously the biggest dream come true. Now, without further ado, 
The episode today is one that honestly, I'm kind of nervous to share, but spirit tells me that we need to go big. So today we are discussing the topic of consciousness, what it is, where it came from, our human relationship to consciousness, and how consciousness affects our reality. Buckle up because we are going deep and we are going deep fast. I ask that you listen with an open mind and that you also do your own research into the subject. In fact, I encourage it. Let's begin. Consciousness is everything and it's nothing. It's our pain, our love, our compassion, our trauma, our healing, the food we eat, the chairs we sit in. Consciousness is within us, around us. It exists here and there. And we have the ability to not only create or awaken consciousness, but reprogram the unconscious and subconscious beliefs that affect our present consciousness. That was a lot, I know, and I'm going to break it down for you. But before we go any further, we have to understand where consciousness comes from, to the best of our ability at least, and you'll see why I say that. So many scientists are fixated on the source of consciousness evolving from matter, matter being a substance that has mass and volume. And this is something that we refer to as material. So scientists say that consciousness evolved from material. Now, I'm no scientist, but if we look to the creation of the universe, the universe emerged from nothing or the void. So perhaps consciousness itself existed without matter. And if we want to get even more crazy, perhaps consciousness also existed before the creation of the universe. Now, that's only if space and time existed then or there. (laughs) Consciousness is a very abstract topic. It's sort of controversial and mysterious, but that's why I love it. Because even though we don't have a full grasp on what consciousness actually is or where it came from, it's not a conspiracy theory. It's actually theorized and grounded. And even if the source of consciousness remains a mystery... One thing that isn't a mystery and is often studied is that consciousness creates everything. On the surface, we all seem individual, separate, uniquely living life through our own experience. However, we all share universal consciousness. This isn't something new, okay? It goes back, back all the way to the ancients, specifically I want to look to Egyptian sun god Ra and their law of one, which shows us that the universe itself is a living, conscious being, and that we have one creator, and that we are all the universe incarnate in itself. Knowing that information, even without knowing the source of consciousness, we can understand that we are all the same. We come from the same source, we are the same source, and we experience source energy through the spectrum of polarity. So that little golden rule that was echoed to us growing up about treating others the way you want to be treated is a core principle of consciousness. We need to treat each other with love, acceptance, forgiveness, and understanding. But that journey starts in us. It starts from within, because 
the way we are conditioned and programmed is a form of shadow. And in order to live our most fulfilling, rewarding, and intuitive lives, we have to make the shadow conscious. In other words, we have to make the unconscious conscious. We are the universe experiencing itself in a different reality or dimension. We incarnate here with divine consciousness, yet have this sense of amnesia when we come to earth so we can learn and grow as souls and in essence, help the universe learn and grow through our physical embodiment here in the third dimension. When healing and living a life from a place of love and an integrated shadow, we are able to begin to shift our human consciousness into something more divine, where we are no longer seeking consciousness elsewhere, but creating it from within. Our individual embodiment of consciousness is what is fed out to the collective so we can all learn from each other. However, this process of growth and learning isn't all love and light. The world that we live in is already going through its own healing and conscious evolution. Remember, our earth is its own conscious being. Our traumas, our egos, our conditionings, our subconscious beliefs keep us divided. And this is why we must create consciousness through healing the shadow. Because not only does our future depend on it, we are creating the space in which generations to come will live. By reframing our perceptions and healing, we are able to break generational and ancestral cycles, which can create a safer space for ourselves and future generations. Now, this is just my opinion, but having care and understanding for future generations just as much as this generation and past generations is the ultimate conscious compassion. It's so easy for us as humans to want to change others. But what's so great about consciousness is that it shows us a perspective. It holds up a mirror reflecting back to us the change we want to see within ourselves. And it provides us with a container to individually and collectively evolve. In order to do this, we have to create or awaken consciousness within. And again, it goes back to our shadow. By stripping away the parts of ourselves that are just projections and conditionings, we are able to find our true self, our highest self, our unearthly self. This is where we access our power and inner strength to move forward. This is evolution for all of us, every single being. And it is something that isn't measured in material or matter. It's something that is just part of our nature as spiritual beings having a human experience. Personally, I view this as waking back up to our godlike abilities. But of course, we have free will, and we can choose to live whichever way we want to live. And I'm not here to push an agenda or to push my beliefs on anyone, but I am here to provide perspective, teach about the shadow, to embrace universal consciousness, and the belief that there is something greater than us that is also within us. So you might be asking or wondering why this is important. Well, you've likely heard the phrase, your consciousness creates your reality. And if you haven't heard that phrase before, well, you're hearing it now. Consciousness has the ability to create and the ability to absolutely destroy. 
I made that sound like it's a bad thing and it's not. I promise it's not. It's neutral. But the thing is, if you don't like the reality you're living in, you can completely destroy it and turn it around and create it into something much bigger or better. So let's do a little exercise. Right now, I invite you to look to your surroundings to identify and feel into the consciousness. For example, the salad you're about to eat holds the consciousness of the seed it grew from, as well as the consciousness of the farmer who planted it. This podcast holds my consciousness as I created it. The car you drive holds the consciousness of the individual behind the initial sketch and those all the way through the manufacturing process. That chair you're sitting on, it holds the consciousness of the craftsman who made it. But stay with me. The chair also holds the consciousness of the seed that grew into a tree that would later be cut down to make wood to be used in manufacturing that chair. How often have you stopped to think about this? The answers I usually hear when I teach this to others are one, never, and two, well, once when I tried mushrooms. Now, that's great. I'm all for psychedelics and Psychedelics and consciousness will have to be a completely different episode, and if you're interested in hearing about that, let me know. But once we take time to identify the consciousness or feel into the consciousness that surrounds us, we open ourselves up to infinite beauty and love. We step outside of me, 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 and we step into a place of we. Now, sometimes in our awakening process, we don't ever stop to think about the role consciousness plays in the life we want to live. Because consciousness creates your reality, it's important that your consciousness is attuned to a higher frequency so you don't have to live a life of fate. Rather, you can live a life of destiny. Now, you do this by becoming aware of the choices you are making for yourself and through healing the shadow. And I do also want to add that there are some earthly circumstances in which we cannot control, but one cannot become conscious without healing. When healing from trauma, you have to make the unconscious and subconscious, well, conscious. You cannot step into your desired life or achieve your manifestations without processing everything that has kept you in the dark or shadows. And once you bring this internal information to light, you have to do more than just acknowledge it. You have to integrate it. This is a process that I like to call reprogramming, and reprogramming in itself requires a whole new level of awareness and honesty. Sometimes having that awareness can hurt, and it can be incredibly difficult to look in the mirror and realize your projections and self-limiting beliefs. But it's also incredibly rewarding. There is a sense of peace in this work, but it truly is a process that never ends because there will always be things that trigger you or patterns that you develop later in life that need to be broken. But when you actively reprogram, the life you dream of starts to come through a bit easier. And this is because things are shifting on an energetic level. Not only are you creating consciousness, but you're attracting in high vibration energy through your thoughts and emotions. Your mind, body, and spirit become more regulated and it becomes a bit easier to navigate the day-to-day. 
And I also think it's really important to note here that sometimes things get harder before they get better. This doesn't mean you're exempt from facing darker emotions. The conscious life isn't all rainbows and butterflies, although I wish it was, it's just not. Part of reprogramming is sitting with the darker emotions to learn from them. If you don't do this, you're not living a conscious life. You're allowing these emotions to imprint deeper into your unconscious mind, making it a lot more difficult to process them years down the road. When you ignore the healing that consciousness requires, you're 100% spiritually bypassing a very important human experience that we are meant to have as humans and as spiritual beings. As you begin to live a more conscious life, become mindful of three things. Perception, visualization, and gratitude. Three very important tools that will help you reprogram and manifest the life you are dreaming of and ultimately open you up to your psychic abilities. No matter what you experience, you always have the power to change your perception. You might not be able to change the actual circumstances in the moment, but you're able to change the perception. A lot of times, the perception we experience in the moment is rooted in our unhealed trauma or conditionings. And once we begin healing, we can approach life as a blank canvas, able to perceive things in new ways, free from immediate or reactionary judgment. I'm sure if you've done the smallest amount of healing work, you've already felt and even witnessed this shift. Perhaps you felt that you weren't deserving of something, but with healing, you were able to move through the emotions of fear and shame and change your perception of the situation, understanding just how fucking deserving you are. And I'll say it again, if you're listening to this, you are so deserving of the life you want. But perception's just the first step. Visualization comes next. And it's important to imagine you already have what you need. That the goals and desires you have for yourself are already there. Why? Well, because as incredible as our human brains are, the brain is not able to distinguish between past events and present events, as well as what's real and what's imagined. What you see in your mind becomes what you see in your life. It goes back to energetics. Now, when visualizing, some will say only focus on these positive thoughts. And I disagree with that because our negative emotions and thoughts teach us so much about ourselves. So if you're visualizing and you do have negative thoughts coming through into your visualization that negate the positive, use affirmation to reaffirm your deservingness. I also recommend writing the negative thought out onto paper by saying, my ego is telling me to stay safe when it tells me I am not able to start my own business. Then go ahead and reframe that into, my higher self knows I am deserving and more than capable of starting my own business. And if you want that written out, just head to the show notes. It's right there for you so you have it handy when you do this work. This process can help you hold the positive vision without bypassing the negative. You are making a distinction between that subconscious mind that is telling you no and the conscious 
creative mind that is telling you yes. Lastly, gratitude. Just like with visualization, express your gratitude for the things that you are wanting to call in. For example, you want to get a promotion at work. Then verbally express, as well as write down in a journal, I am grateful for my promotion. And get really specific as to what you want with it. Perhaps you want a certain raise with the promotion. Write down that number as you write down what you are grateful for as well. This process really clicked for me when I watched Amy Cuddy's TED Talk. In essence, she said it's not about faking it until you make it. It's about believing it until you become it. And that's conscious manifestation in a nutshell. Perception, visualization, and gratitude are the perfect framework for believing it until you become it. It's grounded, it's embodied, and it's consciously created through deeper healing. And through that healing process, you are making so much space for the universe to work in your favor. But if you stay stuck in the shadows, you don't make room for the universe to share its magic. So go ahead, give this a try. Start by feeling into the consciousness around you. Make your shadow conscious, dig into those inner wounds, reframe, change your perception, visualize what you want, and express your gratitude because life in alignment with your highest self is coming. And it takes work to get there. But this work, which some of you know I don't like using the word work, but this work isn't necessarily work. It's the ultimate form of self-love and compassion. And you are deserving of this love and the life you want. And I, I freaking can't wait to see what your consciousness creates. Because not only are you creating consciousness, like I said earlier, your consciousness creates your reality. And if you feel like you need someone to guide you, hold you accountable, or hold your hand through this process, then I'm available to help. I'm here for you. I'm available to help hold space and hold you accountable. And with that, I want to share with you a shift that Spirit has invited me to take based on doing this work and giving myself this love my entire life. I'm stepping away from my psychic mediumship sessions, as you may know them. I'm now offering intuitive healing sessions, providing you with a safe space to turn inward so you are able to access the tools within yourself to heal your deepest wounds. Through mystic connection and intuitive channeling, I'm here to provide support, guidance, and clarity as you embark on your healing journey and awaken your spiritual gifts. While working together, we will make the unconscious conscious so you can live your most intuitive life. I'll be working with a very small group of clients every month to help them access their shadow through traditional shadow work, conscious regression, mindfulness, the tarot, psychic mediumship messages, and a whole lot more magical shit. And these sessions are all one-on-one. If you've ever had a spiritual coaching session with me, think about that times 100. Deeper healing, deeper messages, and a whole lot more time to bring the shadow to light. If you're interested in learning more about these intuitive healing sessions, then head to my website, www.thisconsciousness.com to find out more or to book a free consultation. This information is also linked in the show notes. Also, like, 
please go check out my website. I completely redid it and spent so much time on it and it looks fucking fabulous. Thank you for letting me be seen and thank you for hearing me. If you've enjoyed today's episode, then please rate, review, and subscribe and share with a friend so more people can find this podcast and begin their healing journey. And now, what you've been waiting for. Today's card is the Ace of Cups, a card all about emotional new beginnings, and I find it so fascinating that this is the energy that wanted to make itself known, especially with this being the first episode of season two discussing all the ways to shift your consciousness. So today, pay attention to your feelings. What are they telling you? What does an uncomfortable feeling want you to know about what you need? How can you meet that need for yourself? Make note of that and journal on it. And if you want to share, send me a message on Instagram at thisconsciousness. I'm here for you. Now affirm to yourself, I am receptive. I am perceptive. Let's say it again, but together this time. I am receptive. I am perceptive. Remember, you are loved. You are supported. You are divinely guided. And you are creating consciousness. I'll be back next week. Until then, conscious creators. Oh, it feels so good to say that again. Okay, bye now.